Worshipful brethren, brethren all, welcome to Freemasonry in seven minutes or less. In this episode, we'll be asking, why was Freemasonry invented? Over to you, Brother Angel. Yes, thank you. I think this is a very important question. Uh, we, to understand uh, Freemasonry correctly, I think we have to put it in situ and look at the historical background to the situation. So if we go back to King Henry VIII, uh, he uh, enacted the Act of Supremacy in 1534, which closed all Catholic monasteries and churches, and he confiscated their land and made himself the head of the Anglican Church, the new Anglican Church, and the defender of the faith. Uh, by 1650, in the 1650s, Oliver Cromwell then introduced religious toleration for all Protestant faiths, with the exception of a few, including the Quakers, uh, because he believed that they were heretics. At the time, there was discussion about the immortality of the soul, and it, there's nothing in the Bible to guide us. It doesn't seem to be really explicit. For example, mm -hmm. in the New Testament, in Matthew chapter 10, it says, and do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul, but rather fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. This suggests that the soul is destructible. So what happened was there was much theological debate about this, and they ended up with four different scenarios. The first is that the body dies and the soul dies, and that's it. Once death is final. The second one is that the body dies and then goes into purgatory and the soul is purged of all of its sins, etc., before it moves over to heaven. The third um, uh, uh, scenario is that the body, when the body dies, the soul immediately goes to sit next to Christ and God in heaven. And the last scenario, which is of interest to us, uh, is that the body dies, but the soul sleeps until it is called uh, to the final judgment. And this is known at the time was called soul sleepers. And it uh, is, uh, gives the reason for putting RIP on headstones, which means rest in peace. The soul is resting until it is called to the last judgment. Interesting, I didn't know that. <laughs> yes, yeah, so not many people do. <laughs> and they put RIP on headstones without actually understanding what it, what it means. Um, so there was two people who caused a scandal at that time. One is a pers person called Henry Layton, and he published uh, some public, two publications, which were actually firstly a series of pamphlets published between 1692 and 1704, where he negated the concept of the immortality of the soul. And this became a, um, uh, a cause célèbre, if you can call it that. And it was debated uh, on and argued on for a long time. Uh, before the beginning of Freemasonry. The second person was called William uh, Howard, uh, sorry, Coward. Uh, he was a doctor 
And uh, he wrote a book called Second Thoughts Concerning Human Soul, saying that the soul didn't exist. It was a plain heathenish invention and derogatory to, to true Christianity. Uh, so he, because of these two um, controversies, they were debated in parliament and uh, they eventually were found to be blasphemous and his books were burnt by the public hangman. Uh, and because they made a, a big scene about it, um, in fact, paradoxically, it just increased the popularity of the book. Interesting. Well, these are the two topics which are very interesting and they obviously have a large effect upon the, the theological and philosophical thought of the day. So how did this have an effect on Freemasonry? Well, I believe that uh, de Sagulier and George Payne wanted to use uh, the operative Freemasons structure to teach us a different story about immortality. Uh, one that <clears throat> would be taught as uh, a theater, like a theater, or rather like the, the morality plays or the mystery plays that the old guilds used to put on. And so, as many Masons will be aware, the third degree uh, is, has many, many references to immortality. And I think that uh, shows that this is what their objective was. Fascinating. Well, there's some information there which I didn't know before starting this podcast. And I thank you very much for that, Brother Onshaw. And that just about brings this episode to a close. If you have any questions, please email on the link below. We now part on the square and we will meet soon. Goodbye. Goodbye.